Good evening and welcome to this edition of Africa in Focus with myself, Kwame, a Ghanaian broadcaster, writer, journalist, podcaster and entrepreneur. And in this week's episode of Africa in Focus is tourism. So it's a tourism season coming up uh, in Europe. Christmas is coming and many people in Europe are looking to get some winter sun. And so, as we always say, Africa Rather than go to US or Europe or whatever, get some winter sun, go to Africa and experience the vast array that Africa has to offer. And so, as my brother Wadamaya says, this is Africa to the world. So we're showcasing, showcasing rather Africa to the world. So we're going to give you a very great, fantastic African destination to go to. And that is Luanda in the country of Angola. So we're looking at, you know, Luanda as a city to visit and why you should definitely include Luanda in Angola on your bucket list on countries or cities to see in Africa. All right, so before we get into the podcast, uh, just to uh, make you aware, uh, the podcast has been sponsored by Growth Me Ghana. Growth Me Ghana is a fantastic initiative that seeks to support and help Ghanaian farmers develop their produce on farms. And so if you want to uh, be a sponsor of this great initiative, then I'll leave you the link to Growth Me Ghana in the footnotes to the podcast. Also, if you like what you hear, uh, please share to your friends, your family, social media networks. Uh, we want to get 500 followers on Spotify by the end of the year. So far, we, we've got a 395, so we touch on 400. So, uh, if you are not yet following me on Spotify, just look out for the Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus podcast on Spotify. Um, click follow. That means every time I upload a new podcast, that will automatically come to your feed. All right. So we had a massive response to our series of relationships in Ghana. And uh, we'll delve more into that in the next year. Look at things like marriage how to get married in Ghana and this kind of thing. So thank you very much for all those who uh, found the dating stroke relationships uh, podcast interesting and useful. Maybe that can help you, you know, if you are a, a single African diaspora wanting to find love in Ghana, maybe those uh, podcasts can give you some tips as to what to look out for. All right, so let's get into this podcast. You know, telling you about Luanda in Angola and a uh, great, great visit uh, place to visit if you're wanting to get some winter sun, particularly if, if you live in Europe and North America, wanting to get some winter sun to escape the harsh winter uh, that is going to come up in Europe and North America. All right, so uh, many of you may not have heard of Luanda or even Angola. So we're going to tell you a bit about, bit about Angola before we delve into this fantastic city called Luanda. All right, so Angola uh, is a country in southwest Africa, and it's a Portuguese-speaking country because of, of, of the fact that it was colonized by Portugal, and it's the second uh, largest uh, Portuguese-speaking country uh, in both area and population behind Brazil. It's also the seventh largest uh, country in Africa. And, uh, you know, Angola is surrounded by, uh, it's on the coast, so Angola is um, 
landlocked with three countries. So he shares the border with Zambia. And also the rump of his border is with um, DR Congo to the north. So DR Congo to the north of Angola, uh, Zambia to the east of Angola, and then to the south of Angola, you know, Angola is bordered with Namibia. All right, so these are the countries which Angola shares a border with. Now, we're getting to the fantasticity of Luanda, and if you haven't been to Luanda, I would definitely urge that you, you take a visit to Luanda. Luanda is one of the fastest developing cities in Africa, and it is one of the most expensive uh, cities in the world. It was actually ranked number one on the most expensive city in Africa, according to one of these uh, European um, you know, holiday uh, magazines, ranked Angola as the number one expensive city in Africa. So Luanda uh, sits on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean and is divided into two parts. So you've got Baisa de Luanda and Citada Alba. So Luanda is the administrative, cultural and urban centre of Angola, as well as being, like I said before, are uh, the third most populous Portuguese-speaking city in the world. Again, like I said, it is a fast-growing city and it's seen a lot of development in the last 20 years. Let's not forget, Angola just came out of the civil, brutal civil war just 20 years ago, 2002. So, you know, Angola has had rapid, rapid development, particularly Wanda in the last 20 years. So, you know, one of the things that makes Luanda a great city is that there's a lot of there's been a lot of major reconstruction and development projects that have been popping up over the city, as well as those that have been established within the last 20 or so years. And because of this, Luanda in particular has attracted numerous white Portuguese immigrants over the last few years. All right, so Luanda's thriving business industry has made it quite an expensive city to build to, to visit. All right. So, you know, you, you know, so one thing that we can advise you on is that you need to bring a lot of money if you are visiting Luanda. As I said, it is the most expensive country in Africa. Sorry, most expensive city on the African continent. So because of this new dynamic infrastructure that is Luanda, it makes it a great city to visit. And also, it makes it very, very comfortable city for tourists to visit, as well, uh, mixed with its warm climate, okay? Makes it a very, very appealing destination. So that's a bit of background information about Luanda and Angola. So we're going to tell you now of some great places to visit whilst staying in Luanda. So, again, like with other parts of West Africa, you know, Angola has a lot of um, slave ports, and that's all that's been also woven into the fabric of the city. So, one of these ports is called Saint Michel Fortress. So, uh, this fortress was built by the Portuguese in 1576 by Angola's first captain, Governor Paulo Dias de Novas. So, it was once the administrative center of the country. And, you know, before it became a, a slaveholding fort where many Africans, enslaved Africans, were sent to Brazil. Now, one of the things that is 
you could say, appealing about the fortress is the ornament war tiles. And also, you know, these tiles, believe it or not, tell the story of Angola's history. It also displays plenty of other ancient relics. And so in 1996, the Saint Michel Fortress became a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Since then, it has become one of the most popular places to visit in Luanda. So definitely, definitely, I would recommend you visit this UNESCO World Heritage Site, the Saint Michel or Michael Fortress in Luanda. Now, another uh, place to see in Luanda, obviously talking about enslavement, because obviously Luanda was a holding uh, point for the Portuguese when the Portuguese you know, enslaved Africans uh, and took them from, Africa, from Luanda to Brazil. So another interesting um, place to visit in Luanda is the National Museum of Slavery, okay? And that was founded in 1977. So it is a small white building that sits along the city's coastline. Now, Luanda's history in the enslavement process is not really a pretty one. However, that should not deter you from wanting to learn more about the Portuguese and their brutal treatment of Africans, uh, you know, in its colony during the enslavement process. So this museum displays photos and also listographs hanging on the walls that each tell the story of how enslaved Africans were treated by the Portuguese. Now, because of this, Angola as a country, or as a nation state, was one of the largest slave traders along the west coast of Africa. And so, like I said before in previous podcast, if you look at the west coast of Africa, from Senegambia all the way down to, you know, Luanda in Angola, there are more than 75 slave forts, half of which are in Ghana, but there's a lot dotted in other, other you know, Western and Southwest African countries. You know, Senegal, the Gambia itself, you know, Togo, Ivory Coast, obviously Ghana, you know, Equatorial Guinea, Nigeria, you know, and obviously Angola. So all these countries w which were on the Western and Southwestern coast of Africa had massive slave forts, all right? So, you know, uh, Angola or Luanda is obviously one of those uh, slave forts and, um, you know, making, making Angola being one of the largest, you know, uh, you know, slave-holding ports along the southwest coast of Africa. And in actual fact, most of the Africans that were taken from uh, Luanda went to Brazil. And, you know, if you know about uh, Angolan culture, you know, the martial law called Capiera, yeah, that's one of the, um, you could say, African uh, cultural practices that was taken from Angola, Luanda, to Brazil. So if we go to Brazil today, many um, Brazilians, be the African or even mixed race or the European uh, Brazilians, practice capoeira as a as a martial for art of form, form of martial art, and also 
it's also used as a dance expression. And so this capoeira, you know, um, originated in Luanda, Angola. And when you look, go to the museum, National uh, Museum of Slavery in Angola, Luanda, or Luanda in Angola, you will see, uh, you learn more about the capoeira, uh, you know, martial art, and also capoeira dance and how it was used during the civil process. And so this museum sits on a site where, ironically, Africans who were enslaved by the Portuguese were baptized before being put on ships heading to the USA and also modern-day USA and modern-day Brazil. So again, if you visit Luanda in Angola, I would highly recommend that you visit the uh, National Museum of Slavery. Now, again, one of the most captivating things about Luanda is its harbour. And, you know, the Avienda de Ferreira, which is known as the Marginal, runs parallel to the Luanda Bay. And it's a great place for a nice walk, you know, on the promenade. And whilst you're doing your walk, you can get great panoramic views of the sea and also the boats coming in and out of the port uh, and also it's lined with some beautiful buildings like the Banco de Angola. And so, you know, when you walk around the promenade or the, uh, you know, Avenda de Ferrero, you know, which is a, which was power to the Luanda Bay, you will get some, you know, really, really great scenes of Luanda. It's also quite breathtaking at night when you walk there at night. And as part, and as part of the bay, you, there's a famous, uh, which is famous for its clock tower, while the old fort site sits at the other end. And it is the most precise street in the city of Luanda and where many of its luxurious hotels can be found. Okay, so Avienda de Ferreira is also, or was named, sorry, after the struggle for independence of Angola, which was also, you know, which was also the beginning of the Portuguese colonial war which only ended, like I said, in 2002. All right. Again, whilst you are in Luanda, you can pay your respects to the first president of Angola by uh, visiting a great uh, site that is in the heart of Luanda. So uh, Antonio Augusto Neto was Angola's first president after its independence from Portugal. And so he led Portugal, sorry, he led the popular movement for the liberation of Angola and was present from 1975 to 1979 when he was murdered. And that murder of Neto, you know, that contributed to the civil war that lasted until 2002. And so the iconic Neto Museum is one that can't be missed as it is one of the most dominating structures in Rwanda. The structure tower, Towers of the City, which, in addition to being a museum, is also a mausoleum as well. And so Augusto Nito is a very, very important uh, figure in history of Angola. He was basically there equivalent to Kwame Nkrumah. So, you know, Nito was, a, was you could say, an Nkrumahist because he had the spirit of Kwame Nkrumah, you know, and he was determined to liberate Angola from Portuguese colonial rule. So again, you know, uh, 
as a Pan-Africanist, if you are if you are Pan-Africanist, you know, this is definitely uh, one place I would recommend on your visit to Luanda, the o o o Antonio Augustino Neto Mausoleum. All right. So the next place you want to, uh, I recommend that you visit in Luanda is the uh, wildlife. So Angola or Luanda is not really known for its wildlife, unlike places like Zimbabwe, Kenya, South Africa, etc. However, the Kukama National Park is the country's only functioning national park. So it's about 70 kilometers from Luanda and makes for a popular safari day trip. And so uh, the uh, park, which is 12,000 square kilometers big, was opened as a game reserve in 1938, but became a national park in 1957. Today, the Kwekwama National Park is at the forefront of Angola's wildlife. So Angola is wanting to, you know, project its wildlife, just like the countries I've mentioned, to tourists from around the world. And so the annual population of the park is uh, is quite big, thanks to a Noah's Ark-type operation where animals were transported from Botswana and South Africa. All right, and so... Again, if you like your wildlife, I would definitely recommend you go to the Kwikama National Park. Again, if you are serving a surfing enthusiast, Luanda has got, like I said, a lot of coastline. And uh, there's a famous beach in Luanda called Cabo Ledo. So the beach is one of the world's longest, longest, uh, point point breaks at 500 meters, so it's one of the world's longest uh, beaches in terms of coastline. And so the Capoledo features a long, slow, uh, so left, making it a great place for beginners to learn how to surf. It's also a consistent place to surf, and also, you know, it definitely, if you like surfing, a world class surfing destination. Okay, the beach is also home to a lot of quick bungalows and it's also a great place to spend the night. Okay. So that's another place I'd recommend as well. If you like your surfing and going to the also want to have some beach life, definitely go to the world famous uh Kabat um Cabo Lebe, Ledo, sorry, Cabo Ledo Beach. Again. Another place I'd recommend that you visit is one of Luanda's famous shopping mall, shopping malls. So Bella Shopping is the country's first modern mall. And it's not only a great place to shop, but it's also a great way to escape a hot day. So the 12, sorry, the 120,000 square meter mall opened in 2007. It's a, it is a huge mall and can compare with the Massive malls that you see in South Africa, Kenya, Nigeria, and even in Ghana, whereby you've got things like the Accra Mall. This Bellas shopping mall in Luanda is definitely, definitely somewhere I'd recommend that you visit. So apart from it being a large mall, it's also home to eight cinemas, an entertainment area, 
a food court and over 100 stores. Within that uh, mall complex, there's also banks and also supermarket within that. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a great place to shop as well as local shops as well. And also if you want to, you know, get some local brands, you know, local indigenous Angolan or Rwandan brands, the uh, Bella shopping mall is definitely a place to go. All right, and finally, on Luanda, because I can go on it all night, but I'm just giving you, you know, some highlights which to go to when you get to Luanda, and I'll put this in the footnotes to the podcast uh, as other places you can go. Luanda has got, is famous for its nightlife. So they say that Luanda is one of the most, you know, in terms of capitals, it's one of the most buzzing and vibrant cities in Africa when it comes to nightlife. All right, so, you know, you can head to the phenomenal Epic Sana Luanda Hotel for a delicious four, uh, a delicious meal and also a unique night out. So this five-star hotel, okay, which is part of the Luanda's nightlife, is not far from the Avienda for the Ferreira that boasts great views of the, of the Luandan Bay. Now, Again, as part of this whole sort of nightlife setting, you know, you can dine in one of the fabulous restaurants like Origami, which boasts spectacular views from the bay, or you can feast on the Italian at the hotel's uh, Vititiro restaurant that features superb wine collections. So again, after your meal, you can you can enjoy a glass of wine at the lobby Cosmopolis bar which offers something really unique. And you can dance the night away at the Plush Cheek Sweet Supper Club, which is open on weekends until 6 a.m. And so this is part of the vibrant nightlife that Luanda has to offer. And, you know, the, one of the fantastic towns that come out of Angola, uh, Luanda particularly, is the Kudu. Kudu, spelled K-A-D-U-R-O. It's a form of dance music similar to Afrobeats, which has been rocking, you know, Angola and the Portuguese-speaking world for the past decade. So if you want to know more about the Kudu sound, that is very, very popular in Luanda and also in Portugal, men and Portugal. So go to Libson and Porto. Very, very popular there. Then I would, uh, you know, recommend that you, that you go on a night out to some of the clubs in Luanda to check out this vibrant Kuduru music for yourself. All right, so that's um, some tips about where to go, where to visit in Luanda, one of the most fantastic and vibrant cities across the African continent, yeah? So we're going to promote Africa to the world. So uh, in the next couple of episodes of Africa in Focus, we're going to talk about tourism. So this being the first one about Luanda, uh, on the next edition of African Focus, we'll look at another fantasy city that you should go to. That's Abidjan, the capital of Ivory Coast. All right. And so, like I said, this has been myself, Kwame. This has been African Focus. If you like what you hear, please share with your friends, your family, your social media networks. You can follow me on Spotify. Uh, just look out for Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus on Spotify podcast and just click on follow. And you've been notified of every time I upload 
a new podcast. All right. And don't forget to, you know, sponsor Ghanaian Pharma by clicking on the link to go from your Ghana. And that will tell you all the information that you need in order to sponsor a Ghanaian farmer for a very, very worthwhile project. All right. So for myself, Kwame, and for more of the crew here on African Focus, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you in the next edition of Africa in Focus.